joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another hour of Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I am your host. And today I have a guest that is just really going to inspire us around eating. And so my guest is known as your inspired chef. Her name is Ann Hurley. She's our or your inspired chef, and what she yeah. does is help busy people with um, their eating and having too much on their plate to make room for real food. So, because of this wonderful time of the year that we're in right now, I feel oh, yeah. very special. So, Ann, let's just get started and just get engaged in our wonderful conversation that we're going to have. You know, um, because we're in a wonderful time of the year where, you know, a lot of things are uh, circul- circulated around food, you know, a lot of events right. we go to and, and things of that nature is all encapsulating around food. I felt that this would be a most appropriate topic for this time of the year to help us get through some of these challenges that may come our way with regards mm-hmm. to, you know, food and, and things of that nature. And a lot of people do um, – comfort their stress levels in eating. And Absolutely. so I think it's important for people to understand that um, stress is, is manifested uh, or we, we react to stress in a variety of ways or how we, you know, deal with stress. And most of the time they're not mm-hmm. healthy, but, um, you know, I think I just think this is a really important area for us to be discussing especially around this mm-hmm. time of the year. Now, I understand, um, Anne, that you define stress a little differently than maybe most of, you know, people out there do or even me or, you know, or some of the listeners may even heard. Can you tell us um, how you define stress? Absolutely. I think, you know, you hear that word stress, and everybody treats it kind of as a dirty word, like it's a bad thing. Um, and, you know, the stress that we tend to focus on is what I would call that negative stress. But uh-huh. What I like to tell people is let's take a step back from that idea and let's redefine stress. And the way I define it is stress is anything that causes us to burn physical or emotional energy. Mm. And so that's any force that acts on us or from within us, too. And what I mean by that, like, you know, when you think about stress and things that cause stress, certainly someone cuts you off in traffic. I mean, that's... One of those things that gets our blood boiling at times, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a big one for a lot of people. They, for some it really is. Like they're really being it, violated. Right. And, you know, and if you're on edge already, then something even that small in the grand scheme of things can set us off. And so those types of things I would definitely call negative stress. Right. Um, and most of us, again, focus on this type of stress. But if you think about, for instance, working to meet a deadline uh, on a project, now, some people can say that that's negative, you know, if you feel like you're under the gun. But actually, I consider that a lot of times what I would call positive stress because it's the kind of stress that motivates us 
to be focused and to achieve a goal. Right. So, you know, like talking to you today, it got me focused on thinking, you know, broadly about about food and stress and, and ideas I could pass on to your listeners. And so it was a great deadline for me to, <laughs> you know, to kind of put my thinking together. So it was a really great opportunity to do that. Right. Um, also, something like exercise. People don't think about exercise as stress, but it does. It is a form of stress because you're burning calories and you're building muscle too. Oh yes, and definitely physical stress on the body for sure. Right now, of course, it you know it's it gives you a positive outcome. I mean, right. you're more fit and your blood pressure, yeah, your blood pressure goes down and and you hopefully build muscle and all that. And of course, it can help relieve some of that negative stress, but it still is stress on the body. Right. And then there's the third kind of stress that I talk about with my clients is what I call necessary stress, and that's just you know, your body doing what it does. For instance, when you digest your food every day, mm-hmm. 10% of your calories go towards digestion. Right. It's a big activity within your body and, of course, a very essential one. Um, but because your body is expending energy to do something, even though it's, you know, not, not something we're really thinking about too much unless we're not feeling too good. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that's not the case. But, yeah, you're but, thinking about it. <laughs> you're right, but... Exactly. Hopefully, something you don't have to think about too much. But it's still it's it's putting stress on your system because it's some it's a necessary function. So, right. like I said, when I tell people about stress, think about anything that's causing you to burn that physical or emotional energy. And it can be negative, positive, or necessary. But it's all working on us all the time. I like that. I like the way you've taken. Um you know, the negativeness out of the definition of what most of us define stress to be, and you've really put it into three specific categories, which actually you've put, you've taken it and put it up in a positive manner, saying, well, yeah, your body or you go through this type of stress, but this is the positive side of it. Yeah. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to view it as negative. And, of course, we all know that the flight or fight syndrome is a stressful reaction to our physical body and the processes that, and a lot mm-hmm. of times we need that to get out, you know, to fly, mm-hmm. fly or get the heck out of out of the way of whatever. So that <laughs> is a good stress as well. But I like mm-hmm. how you just gave the examples about, you know, the exercise being positive and what it does, but it's still stressing our body, the, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff with them, you know, um, how we focus on the negative part, and then also the fact about digestion, because I know a lot of people out there don't know. You know, we just take our bodies for granted. Our bodies just do what it do because it does what it's supposed to do. But the process and that whole, when you really think about the minute, definitive processes within the body and how we have this amazing machine that we definitely should be taking better care of. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you think about some of the things that are natural to the body, actually has, the body has to go into stress for the natural process to occur, such as with digestion. Right. So beautiful. I love it, love it, love it, love it. So now Great. what do you think these three types of stresses have in common? Um, what do you think they have in common? And then uh, I'm going to ask the second part to that, but what do you think they have in common? Sure. Well, like I was saying before, if you think about that definition of stress and being anything that causes us to burn that physical or emotional energy, or sometimes both, um, all three of these things cause us to react, like I said, and, and burn that energy. Um, and so 
it obviously plays a part in our energy level overall. I mean, if, if we feel like we're being bombarded by stress, whether it's positive, negative, necessary, or all the above, uh-huh. it's it's causing us, again, to burn that energy. So we have to keep re- refueling ourselves and right. restoring ourselves um, and because our, our energy is being drained all day by the effects of all these kinds of stress. And so the point here is, is about recovery. Right. And, and again, fuel being a big part of that. So now you're saying, okay, so the second part of that is, so how should we deal, how should, how, how should we deal with these three types of stresses? Well, I think, you know, it's, again, it's about that idea of, re, of recovering mm-hmm. from the effects of all of that stress and, and, um, and making sure that what we eat and how we eat, how we use food throughout the day helps us recover from that stress. Okay, so that's I, really how we need to deal. Okay, I, I I totally got it now. I'm I'm on the same page in the same word. So now I really do like the ideal of recovery. I like I do like that. Um, that seems to be natural in in restoring, re, rejuvenating, and reviving things. Um, can you explain to the listeners and me too why recovery is so important when it comes to relieving stress? Because I don't yeah, people get in the context of, you know, like, for instance, with the fight-or-flight syndrome, a lot of times people are – there's a lot of people out, out there operating in fight-or-flight all the time, and they don't know it, yeah. that's normal for them. They don't, so, mm-hmm. so saying that you need to recover from stress, they're like, well, I'm not even stressed. And everybody around them can see it. They know <laughs> it. They feel it. Sometimes they might be in the wrath of it, right? But um, I think these are the type of people that really – as well as everyone else, but, you know, really need to know what what you mean by when you say, you know, um, recovery is so important when it comes to relieving stress. Explain that to us. Sure. Well, like I said, it's, recovery is an extremely powerful tool for for all of us, really, but it, it really came, it really became something that I was aware, really aware of when I started doing work with endurance athletes. Um, my husband is a triathlete, and um, I help him all the time with, with his diet and, and uh, his you know, in relation to his training, and I work with uh, a lot of women triathletes as well. And, you know, when you, when you talk to endurance athletes, they really understand the power and the importance of recovery because right. – a triathlete doesn't run a triathlon every day to train because your body would break down so quickly. It wouldn't even be fun. And so what they do is, um, of course, they have their training plans and everything, but when they're done training, whatever that, whatever they decided to do for that day, their goal immediately after that is to start to recover because, you know, you're, you put that stress, that positive stress on your body, You've depleted your energy, all that good stuff, which is what you want to do to to get better. But if you if they don't take the time to stop and recover between workouts, like I said, they're going to burn out very quickly. Right. So what they want to do is, of course, rest is a big part of recovery. But a really key part of recovery is eating the right food at the right times either before workout, during workout, or after workout, so they can replenish their energy very quickly. And so, excuse me, the faster they can recover, then they can cut down the amount of time that they spend in between workouts, 
Mm-hmm. And they can hit that next workout harder and faster than they did the last time, which is what leads to improvement. And so, um, so for them, that recovery time is just as important as the time that they spend on the bike or in the pool or running. Um, and so it's, it's a matter of plan, you know, what I do with them is that I help them plan their food, what they need to eat, um, you know, right after workout, a couple hours later, all that good stuff. Right. And so they understand that that recovery time is just as important as the amount of time they spend exercising. Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's some really good information because I think sometimes people don't understand that you, at, if you work out really hard, you do need to give your body rest. For me, like – Absolutely. For, you know, mm-hmm. it's um, – you know, I, I like to um, – Go to the gym and lift weights in the, with the guys in the weight room. I've been doing it for mm-hmm. about 15 years, but I've mm-hmm. always been an athlete. I was a, um, I ran track and field from the time I was 10 years old until all the way through college. And so I know oh, about, good for you. yeah, but I didn't really eat back then. Oh, yeah. Healthy as you know. You know how it is. You're young. You think you're oh, young, I do. Right? Um, I and now looking back, I'm like, yeah, you... dog, if I would have just ate good, I probably would have been so much better, you know, but uh-huh. hindsight, yeah. it wasn't meant for me to, to go that route. But um, a lot of people, so I go to the gym and I lift weights and, you know, I go three times a week. Um for the most part, and mm-hmm. in between, I don't go three, yeah, I don't go three consecutive days to pump iron. There's no. there's some recovery time in between before I go to the next day to you know pump. So um, it's amazing to me though, because there are days that I'm there and I'm not particularly doing weights, but maybe I'm just doing cardio stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see these people that come in every day and do the same exercises, lifting weights, the guys. And not allowing their body any time for recovery, and then wondering yeah. why they get a stalemate with you know, you know their size, their definition, or whatever. And I, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm just a girl in there, so who's gonna listen to me? <laughs> but you know, every now and then, someone I know will come and ask me a question, or they see me in there like all these years, and they're like, "Oh my god, that, that you know that lady's still in there. She's still in there." I remember <laughs> her and she was asking us questions, and now you know, but. Um, every now and then I'll get someone to come because they know um, I'm a health practitioner and they'll ask me something with regards to that. But for the uh-huh. most part, it's like they're so clueless. They don't understand that in order to grow, you got to take a rest as well. It's not all about being the rabbit on the never-ending trail of going no fast. You do have to rest. Mm-hmm. You can go further, you know, with it. So I love that. I love how you just bought that so concisely together for the listeners because I know there are people out there that are, the light bulb went on for them. So thank you so much for that. Um, so now I see how, you know, I can see how recovery makes some, um, make a lot of sense. You know, me being a former athlete and me going to the gym, working out and all that good stuff. But how does it apply to the everyday person? Well, you know, the, when I talk to clients, uh, like the ones you, you described, the ones that are kind of on the, on that, uh, hamster wheel all pretty long. You know, we, these days with the way life is and the world is, you know, the way I see it, we're all endurance athletes. You know, with, like I said before, with their jobs, their family commitments, you know, trying to keep in touch with friends and, and family who are far away, uh, you know, holiday 
time again, you know, and, and all those activities and parties and, and, uh, and entertaining and all, and there's all, it's all great stuff, but all of these things keep us on the run all day long. And, you, and like you said a few minutes ago, and I think that's a great point, is most people just think, well, that's just the way it is, and that's just the way life is, and um, that's just the norm. And, you know, again, that it is the norm for a lot of us, but we we forget in the in that mix of things going on that we need to also, whether we have to put it on our calendar or not, to make time to recover um, instead of just going, going, going. And I've seen, unfortunately, a lot of people, and I've been in this situation in the past myself, you don't slow down until your body forces you to, whether you get sick or something happens and your body just says, uh-uh, I've had enough. And hey. you don't want to get to that point. It's like it's like the triathlete who, they, they call it bonking. I'm sure you've heard that term, too. When mm-hmm. you've pushed your body to the limit and it just says, no more. And that, you know, bonking happens in real life, too. Um, and, and you don't, again, you don't want to push your body to that point where it breaks down, and then you, you've got to stop. You don't have a choice. And so we all need to focus on stress recovery, no matter where that stress is coming from. Again, negative, positive, or necessary, it all adds up. And so we've got, you know, that's got to be at the top of our list. And unfortunately, it's the thing that tends to fall off of our list, yeah. <laughs> especially during busy times. But it's something we really need to be mindful of. So you guys out there listening, um, pay, pay heed to this, what we're saying is, you know, we know that we all go through life and we do things just because it's the way it's been done and everybody else is doing it. And we're all on these little hamsters on these big wheels that just keep going and going and going and going and going. You know, I understand that and understand that. Um, and I'm sure you guys understand that that is what reality is, but it doesn't have to be your reality. You don't have mm-hmm. to have that reality. And when you take a moment to think about, you know, I've been going, 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 and now let me take some time to recover and, and you know, get my body back rejuvenated so that I can go a little further the next time. When you When you really grasp that concept, then you understand how important it is to recover, and you begin to really protect your recovery time. It's almost exactly. like taking, it's almost like taking. For instance, I'm going to be having a blissful living retreat, um, and at the retreat, the whole premise is to take people out of their hamster, hamster, hamster on the wheel, <laughs> and you know, in all the technology we're surrounded with. And really to take them out of that and away from that and put them in this really yummy, beautiful, blissful, peaceful place where they can nourish themselves, relax, rejuvenate, and revive and restore. So then when they have their done with their little nourishment, they can go back into society and go back on that hamster wheel. And guess what? They have more energy, more vitality. They're able to go further. They feel stronger. You know, mm-hmm. their muscles are able to really go for the the long run, so to speak. And so... You guys, it's so important. I know we're in a busy time of the year, and it seems like there's so much going on and there's so much that you need to do. But if you can only take 15 minutes, yeah, start with 15 and work your way mm-hmm. up ever. But once you start doing it and start realizing how beneficial it is to you, you're going to, like I said, want to really protect that time um, for your recovery so that, you can be that much better as you step out of the gate. 
So now, Ann, so how Mm -hmm. do people see, let me rephrase this, how do you see people using food to recover from stress? Because you are the, you know, inspired chef. (laughs) How do you see that happening? Well, you know, unfortunately, it's a lot of people start off is when you talk about their relationship with food and stress, you know, most of us are from time to time, and a lot of us out there choose to feed our stress. And they, we don't realize that's what we're doing, um, but we're using food as a reaction to stress. And you mentioned this earlier about you know, how people go to comfort foods or things like that when they are stressed. We've all done it. I've done it. I'll do it again. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, it's not about perfection here. Um, but it, it's very natural when you mentioned the fight or flight reaction it's very natural for people to turn to those forces of instant energy, junk foods, empty carbs, comfort foods, coffee, um, that kind of thing. And, you know, when, when people tell me, you know, I've got to have the, you know, I, I, when I'm coaching people on, on their eating and they say, you know, I, I've got to have that, that cup of coffee at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I've got to do it every day. You know, it's just I've got to. And, what I what I tell them, I said, you know, again, take a step back and think about, you know, what you're doing there. What, you, what When you're drinking that coffee or eating that Snickers bar at 3 o'clock or whatever, it's like you're out in the woods camping and it's cold and wet like it is here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Welcome to wintertime. Um, it's like being out in the woods and needing to keep warm. And so, and what you do to keep warm is you take sheets of newspaper, ball them up, and light them on fire one at a time. And right. it works for a minute or two, not even really, just, you know, maybe 30 seconds or so. You get a little bit of heat. Right. But you have to just keep doing that over and over again to feel warm and, and to, you know, to protect yourself. And, and you know, it works in the moment. And sometimes, you know, when, again, when we're busy, it's hard to think outside of the moment. But all that's doing is it's just putting a Band-Aid on the situation. Um, so, and it ultimately, you know, what you're doing is you're adding more negative stress because if you're eating the junk food and the carbs and all that stuff, likely you are going to have the indigestion, the bloating, right. de- dehydration from right. sodas and coffees and that kind of thing. And so even though you might make yourself feel better for a few minutes, you know it's not going to last. And, and in fact, I tell people that those types of foods actually create a triple whammy effect. Oh, yes. You know, it's, the, of course, the empty calories spiking our blood sugar, um, and then we crash a few minutes later, um, which is bad enough, but also you're getting no nutrients from any of that food. Right. You're just getting, again, that, that little that little wad of paper that burns for a second and with a, with a you know, flash of heat and it's over. Um, so you're getting no real benefit from it outside of that. And, of course, you know, I'm sure you all have talked about this too, artificial ingredients and things like Oh, my goodness, yes. Stress yes. out your body big time. Uh, your body doesn't, you know, when it comes to those artificial flavors and colors and whatnot, your body doesn't know what those things are. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to process. You know, we talked about digestion a few minutes ago. Yeah. And that, that, that puts stress in the body. Well, when you fill your body with that type of stuff, it makes digestion even more stressful on your system because your 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 system's trying to figure out what to do with what you gave it. Right. <laughs> <Doing its best. laughs> and, and that's um, true. And, and you guys out there listening, I mean, think about it. And I always state, always, always, I always state that what you put in is what you're going to get out. So 
So if you're oh, yeah. eating junk food or empty calories or that quick fix or that quick feel-good food, trust me, mm-hmm. you're going to get that quick fix, that quick feel-good. That's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get mm-hmm. something that's quick and non-sustaining and not even good for your body. So in essence, you're, you're taking in this junk that's actually toxic material. And I want you to yeah. you think of toxic. I want you to think of the green slime stuff that you might have seen in a horror movie that's toxic. <laughs> think of that going into your body from the, from the crap that you're eating that's junk food yeah. with artificial flavors and artificial colors and a high fructose corn syrup and, you know, all yeah. kind of bad stuff, the, the dyes, the artificial dyes and all this junk that they think has made life easier for us. And I guess in some cases it has, but it's created so much havoc on our health and wellness. Oh, yeah, it's really, you know, so like the first whammy, empty calories. Second, the artificial stuff. And, of course, the third whammy, which none of us want, is, you know, these foods will make us gain weight. Um, you know, all these empty carbs and junk and stuff. And, of course, what does that lead to but more negative stress? Exactly. You know, then we feel guilty. Then we, you know, well, clothes don't fit and, and we don't we don't like the way they look. And it just creates the snowball effect, which is just no fun for anybody. It really does. And then also when you eat those, you know, that kind of stuff, you um, you crave it. You begin, the more you eat mm-hmm. it, the more you crave it. And classic is that movie. I never did see it, but I heard so much about it where the guy – Goes to McDonald's every day for like. Oh, I've seen it. That's that. I can't <laughs> but you know, and he and he did wasn't. I don't know if he was really a McDonald's fan to begin with, but the the bottom line is, the more he ate it, the more he wanted it, the worse his health, uh-huh. the more weight he gained. It was like this precipitating downward, you know, downward journey to excuse my language, but down to hell because he didn't want it, and then he started eating it, and then the more he ate it, he wanted it, and just. As, oh yeah. You know, it was just like, oh my gosh, he's he's killing himself, and he and it's not uh-huh. what he wanted to do, but he did it as an example to wake up people and let them know this is what's happening to you. Wonder why we have um so much childhood obesity and just obesity oh. in the world today. Look at what we do to ourselves. Look at what we take in. I mean, it's it's amazing. So it it doesn't yeah. me that you know. Uh, some of the disease processes that have become more prevalent nowadays in this obesity thing. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's like yeah. love yourself. Love yourself enough so that you put value on yourself and know that you want to be there for others. And in order to do mm-hmm. that, you got to really value what you put into yourself. You really got to be, yeah. your, you know, um, like your best bodyguard, really, when it comes to exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let me get off my soapbox because I'm turning this. That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump up there with you. Actually, the, the movie, for those of you who haven't seen it, you definitely should. It's called Super Sesame. Yes. Uh, the guy in the movie is Morgan Spurlock, and he's he's a filmmaker. He's great. And I actually have a funny aside about that movie. When I, when I watched it, because I used to, before I moved out to Seattle, I used to live in, in the New York area for a long time and worked in Midtown and the whole thing. And, um, and the doctor that he went to, because he had a doctor monitoring him throughout this whole, you know, right. journey, uh-huh. his doctor in New York was, was my doctor when I lived there. Oh. And <laughs> it was really funny. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I, that's my doctor. <laughs> so, funny aside, anyway, I'll, I'll jump off my box, too. But, but it's so true. So, because... 
as she said, you guys, if you haven't seen that movie, you really should take a look at it. And it'll really yeah. make about what you're doing to yourself when you're eating. It'll make you really think about, should I eat this donut? Should I eat this maple donut? Or should I eat, you know, this mango or this this orange or, you know, something more fresh in it? So just just exactly. just trust us on this, you guys. Just trust us, really. Okay, so mm-hmm. now, what about those of us who crave certain kinds of foods? When we're yeah. Why? A, a lot of us do. <laughs> well, chocolate binge uh that's uh now i discovered i might have um it may be due to me being low on magnesium during certain times of the mm-hmm. month but um tell us tell us tell us about that tell us about why well what happens and i think you you talked a little bit about this earlier um you know again that fight or flight reaction to stress um you know those hormones that are surging through you at, at that moment um, you know, commands your body to burn energy because if you've got to run, it needs to summon the energy from your muscles and get going. If, you know, if, if, if you're crossing the street and a car's coming at you or something like that. So those hormones, um, draw energy and command your body to burn that energy, um, because it needs to at that moment. So of course, like we said before, you know, when you're exercising and you're burning energy, you need to replenish that. Well, if your stress hormones or your fight or, you know, fight or flight hormones are commanding you to burn energy, you've got to replace it. So your body then reacts by wanting carbs and fat because those are sources of energy. Right. So it's, it's, it's a logical process. But, um, but what happens is when we react that way to all kinds of stresses in our life, you know, whether they're life-threatening or not, you, it's very easy for your body to get into this vicious cycle of of wanting, yeah. you know, like I'm feeling the stress, I want the carbs and fat, or I want, you know, the coffee or whatever it is that that you that you want to help comfort you. Exactly, and you know, even if the stress is purely emotional, in right. other words, no physical energy is being burned, you're just feeling it emotionally. Your body's going to react the same way. So again, you get into this cycle and this habit of feeling the stress, you know, the stress comes at you, you react, and then your body says, ooh, you need to feed me. So it's almost like an association, like you, uh, I can't think, uh, my my medical brain is, is failing me right now, but when I did my psychiatric clinical rotation in nursing school many mm-hmm. years ago, um there's a, a, a associative disorder. So you yes. know, people would associate things with some instances that happen, and then every time mm-hmm. a particular instance, instance like that happened, it would bring up this emotional feeling or this behavior or this reaction. And it's almost the same thing, you know. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm just going to make something up. Say when I was a little kid and I got yelled at because I didn't clean the house, and so, um, you know, instead of me processing it and letting it go, you know, after I got yelled at, then I would go eat, like, you know, seven Oreo cookies or something like that. And right. Mm-hmm. Every time someone yells at me from beyond that period of time, I'm compelled to have those Oreo cookies. You know what I mean? Right. I associate mm-hmm. that. I sure do. Oh, that? Then I'm comforting myself by eating those seven Oreo cookies. Well, not good, you know. And, and pretty soon mm-hmm. that's how we, you know, do this associative craving type of thing. So it's really, really interesting how that comes about. Now, right. 
Um, is there, so let me ask, how can we break the cycle of stress craving? How can we break well, that? Or is there, I, can we break the cycle? I mean, I'm sure there is a way, and you're going to tell us, but, but how can we do that? Yeah, you, you absolutely can. Again, it's something that you have to be mindful of and pay attention to because, like, the example that, <clears throat> sorry, the example that you used about, you know, that negative message that you got and you didn't clean the house and then you reacted, you know, to comfort yourself with food, you know, that's kind of a psychological reaction. Um, also, people need to be aware that, like we talked about with the fight or flight and hormones, mm-hmm. your body, there's a physical type of cycle that your body gets into when certain hormones are released that that cause you to crave. So there's physical and there are emotional uh, cravings. And so both of them you you can definitely break. It's just, it's just like anything else, learning a different habit. Um, and when I talk to people about trying to conquer some of these cravings, um, I tell them, look, your secret weapon here is feeding yourself well with real food. Right. Um, and, and people look at me like, really? And I'm like, <laughs> like, that's I'm like simple. What is real food? Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds so simple. Like, well, yeah, I eat real food, you know, but, but what I'm talking about, of course, is, is things that, that don't have printed labels on them. Right. Um, and making more, shifting more of your diet towards that realm. And, and, you know, feeding yourself, it's not just, of course, what you eat, but how you eat, you know, like feeding yourself on a regular basis, whether that's three meals a day or snacks in between or whatever works for you to keep that blood sugar steady. Um, because one of the things that, that I've learned in, you know, in, in going through my own transformation, um, and losing weight and that kind of thing, and is there such a, a profound connection between what we eat and how we feel? Right. And and when I talk to clients, it's amazing how again we just don't think about that. Like we don't think about exercise as being stressful on our body. We don't think about you know what we eat having such an immediate and direct effect on how we feel. You know, when clients come to me and say, "Oh, you know, I'm so tired. I never have any energy, and I can't get out of bed in the morning, and I right. can't sleep anyway," and 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 then I talk. We just start talking about what they're eating, and it's like, well, you know, I most of the time I have a meeting in the morning, so I'm grabbing a bagel and having a cup of coffee with that, and then lunch is a big sandwich, you know, with lots of bread and chips mm-hmm. and soda. And, and I'm like, well, okay, then there's a great place for us to start. Is let's right. let's look at what you're eating and, and how often, and and those that diet that's rich in those real foods that we know we should be eating anyway is really what helps us feel the best because like we talked about the junk food that doesn't give us what we need of course that diet with the real foods gives you all those nutrients that your body is craving that's you know and that's another that's another part of cravings too the reason we keep wanting like we eat junk food and want more is our body's not getting what it really needs so it's saying hey you just gypped me. I want right. something else, please. <laughs> right. And but the but the thing about it is it doesn't I mean it can't come out and tell you, hey, you know, instead no. of that I want I want a nice salad with carrots and all the fixings and you know, whatever. It it just right. says, I'm hungry, I want something else and so then we look for the nearest, quickest, you know, easiest thing to do, which is not always that most healthiest. Um, thing to do right. unless you're eating something really fresh like a salad or fruit you know fresh fruit or yeah. something like that but yeah that I mean that makes total sense so I hope you guys are 
catching what she's saying here with regards to, you know, how you're feeling and what you're eating, and there's a correlation between the two. Same thing like how we were talking about a little earlier with, you know, the spikings of you crave something, you you utilize and say, I crave, I'm hungry, or I think I'm hungry. I eat, you know, a, a Snicker bar, and I get this rush, so then I have energy, you know, that 3 o'clock, you know, drain. I eat a Snicker bar as I get a rush, I have energy, but then by 5 o'clock, I'm drained again, and I'm looking for something else because I didn't eat something that really was going to be sustainable mm-hmm. for my body to utilize right. in an appropriate manner. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so now, mm-hmm. um, you're telling us how we break the cycle, and now, um, how can we deal with all the types of stress in a healthier way? Well, you know, it's, like I said, it, it, what I found in you know, but I'm speaking from personal experience. You know, mm-hmm. This year, I've you know, my goal this year was, um, and I've done this in the past, but my goal was just really recommit to eating well and 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 eating a good, solid, you know, nutritional diet for myself. And you know, what I found was, well, besides losing weight, which was mm-hmm. awesome, um, well. what I found. <laughs> <laughs> what I found almost, you know, which is within a week or two of changing my diet is that not only could I just, I just obviously feel better, but it was much easier to for me to control that emotional reaction to stress, you know, yeah. like getting cut, like whereas before getting cut off in traffic might really send me over the edge. I was able to like, oh, this is not such a big deal. And, and, and actually just a few weeks into changing up my diet, um, I was, I, I kind of was in a perfect storm potential situation. Okay. Um, I was at work and, um, I used to run a test kitchen where I would write recipes and then test them in the kitchen, tweak them as I go. And some days I'd be testing anywhere from six to 12 recipes oh my in goodness. a row. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was, it was, I was, you know, it's, it's fun, but it's a lot of work. And so I was in the kitchen one day and I had the whole menu of recipes to test. And they all contained bourbon. Oh. Now I'm from I'm from Kentucky, so I know my bourbon. <laughs> oh, okay, girl, tell us. Go ahead on. <laughs> I don't have it very often, to be quite honest. But but um, but yeah, so I'm cooking all these dessert, you know, rich desserts and uh-huh. and and making sauces and and you know pouring it in the pan and flaming it up and just having a big old time. Mm-hmm. Um and so I said trying to plow through these recipes because I had a bunch of other work to do that day. So I'm, you know, up to my eyeballs and in, in in cream and butter and bourbon and and my phone rings and it's my younger brother who lives in South Carolina and he had just been diagnosed with non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh-huh. And it just kind of my whole world kind of ground to a halt. And, um, you know, it was obviously just devastating news. And I'm sitting there, and I'm feeling helpless because here I am all the way across the country. I can't do anything for him. Right. Um, I felt kind of, like I said, just kind of angry and frustrated and helpless in that moment. And and I'm standing there, and I'm in this kitchen. I'm by myself, and there's a bottle of bourbon sitting on the counter. I'm like, you know what? Uh, no one would know if, <laughs> if I wanted to, you know, take a little nip and make myself feel better. Right. But, but, and, 
a few months before, if this has happened a few months before, when I wasn't eating right and I wasn't taking care of myself, I probably would have let the temptation get the best of me. Right. Um, not that I drink at work. <laughs> right, right. But right. just in that and moment of, yeah. Information, right. Exactly, exactly. And But what I was able to do because I was feeding myself, because I was taking care of myself and able to deal with the stress better, I was able to rationalize my way through that moment and say, you know what, Doing eating a bunch of this rich food that I'm making or doing something stupid like, you know, a little bit of bourbon, I say, what is that going to do? It's going to make me feel better for maybe five minutes. Then I'm going to feel, then it's going to make me feel physically not good. Right. I'm going to feel guilty, and right. I'm not honoring my brother. I mean, my brother is dealing with a major health crisis, right. and honoring him, you know, it would be much better to honor him by taking care of myself and, you know, and hopefully maybe I could do something to help him from afar to, for him to take care of himself. Right. That would be honoring him in a much better way than me just, you know, just letting the stress get the best of me. Okay. And I really don't... So, so... I, so what I want to say is, or just reiterate what you said, something really profound with regard to in the context of your personal story was that the fact that you started eating better made you more aware at this particular point in time where you just received some very distressing information mm-hmm. to make you, the fact that you're eating better and you got this news during this time, instead of just going with your probably most natural reaction would be to, you know, take a shot of that bourbon or indulge (laughs) in that yummy dessert stuff you were making because Mm -hmm. you were feeding yourself in a much better way. You became more cognizant of it and you were able to make a much better choice. Absolutely. You you value what you're putting into your body and you're like, I don't want to just feed myself for the moment. I want to feed myself for a lifetime. And if I tap Mm -hmm. in and do this, Jump off the jump off the cliff for this moment. I'm gonna get that rush and I'm gonna get that thrill, but then I'm gonna to want to jump off the cliff the next time something like this similar happens or or creates mm-hmm. similar feelings within me, and it'll be much easier next time to jump off that cliff. But because you're cognizant about what you're eating and putting it into your body, you were able to become aware of that and make a better choice. And I like that, and I want people to get that because if you don't get anything else about what we talked today, if nothing else resonates with you, know that that will resonate with you because when you start taking better care of yourself, Mm -hmm. you want to take better care of yourself and you become more aware of all the stuff that you put into your body or on your body that may not be be the best for you. Well, and also, you know, it's, it's the, the, that awareness, but it's also I have been feeling so much better because I said I was just weeks into this, you know, this what I call kind of eating real approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just weeks into it, and I was feeling so much better than I had in months and months that I didn't want to do something that was going to it's going to disrupt that. It's like right. I feel too good to to let that go over a big dish of bread pudding. You know, it's just, it wasn't worth it to me right. in that moment. Right. And and but being able to, again, think that through when you're stressed out, I really, you know, I, I've been on diets before and I've lost weight and things like that, but this was such a more profound change because I said I was able to to take a stressful situation and turn it around and break that cycle. 
Um, you know, we were talking about breaking the cycle. That, yeah. you know, that was a, probably a little more dramatic than hopefully most of us have to deal with on a daily basis. But right. let's say that you said, let's say that you're walking into that morning, you know, meeting and there are the bagels again. And normally you would just do it, but it's like, yeah, you know what? I had a great bowl of oatmeal this morning with blueberries and, mm-hmm. and a little bit of agave or whatever the heck I had. And it's like, you know, I, 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 that made me feel good. I don't want to have that thing because that's not going to make me feel good. Exactly. So it's just, you know, it's 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 breaking the cycle that way. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, so now I want you to, uh, um, if someone wants to feed themselves and starve their stress, because that's mm-hmm. kind of what we started talking about the beginning right. of the show, what kind of foods should they be eating? Well, you know, the, the good news is it's all the stuff that we know we should be eating. It's mm-hmm. nothing exotic or bizarre or or hard to find. It's, you know, I, I, it's what I call my stress buster diet. It's healthy carbs for energy. Again, mm-hmm. the things that we know we should eat, the whole grains, like the steel cut oats and brown rice and quinoa and whole grain bread, mm-hmm. and all those beautiful, colorful fruits and vegetables, especially those green leafy ones that have yes. just become so popular. Thank goodness. Um, you know, berries, uh, bell pepper. I mean, whatever you like, the more the merrier there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then switching up to healthy fats, avocado, uh, cold-pressed olive oil, mm-hmm. nuts and seeds, coconut oil, you know, all those fats that are coming from, from plants as opposed to animals are just, they give you that, that healthy fat and all of those great, you know, some of them, the omega-3s and all that good stuff too. Right. Um, lean, lean protein, we all have to have protein. I know that's, a, you know, pretty a volatile subject for a lot of folks, but yeah. wherever you get your protein... You know, whether it's from beans and quinoa or if it's lean beef or fish or chicken or whatever that is, um, you know, getting that good lean protein in you is important. And I also like to talk to people about what I call healthy upgrades. Um, you know, I, I was, I've been a coffee drinker for a long time and I still have one cup a day, but uh-huh. I was, I was able to give up the lattes and the milk. And so, and, and I think that was part of what made me feel better too. Uh, for people who just can't, who need that little bit of caffeine, I try to get them to switch over to green or black tea because even though we get to have caffeine, right. it has other ingredients in those products that, that help us deal with stress and have beneficial um, qualities. You know, a good piece of dark chocolate over a candy bar. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, one of my favorite things ever. Um, and then things like Greek yogurt, which has more protein uh, over a traditional yogurt. So, you know, you don't have to give up all, you know, you, you don't have to give up everything that you, that you like. It's just I try to get people to upgrade to to uh, similar foods that give them that same satisfaction but just give them more more bang for their buck, if you will. <laughs> That's good. That's some good information, you guys, and I hope you're taking notes. It's You know, it's really, really good information that she gave. So if you eat those foods and you follow what she's saying here, it's really a great stress buster diet. And, I, you know, okay, if you don't like the word diet, then use stress buster meal plan, stress buster way of eating, mm-hmm. stress buster healthy eating, whatever you want to do if you don't like diet. But she gave you some really concrete, very specific information that you can go take to the store and pick up these items and know that you're doing not something good for your body, but also for your mind as well. And even within the context of the information she gave you, for those of us who like chocolate, you can even yeah. indulge in that as well. So it's not it's not that um you know um 
it's impossible to eat this way. You just have to just have to start doing it. You really just yeah. have to start doing it. Okay, we're mm-hmm. we're getting so close on time, and I just wanna, I know we are. <laughs> want to give you so much. I want you to be able to give us so much more. So, how can we make sure we have um, those real foods available to us, especially when we're running around and you know, you know, eating out and stuff, things of that nature, especially during this time of the year. Right. I think it's there a couple of things that I do all the time, and I, I'd love to pass these tips on to, to my clients and other folks. You know, it's just about, I call it, you know, make sure that you're being a Boy Scout. You know, be prepared um, because life's going to come at you. But if you give a few minutes and do a little bit of planning and, and get yourself ready, um, you know, you can handle, you know, situations that come up. I love to have I love to stuff my my bag with portable snacks, you know, little bags of, you know, pre-portioned bags of nuts. Mm-hmm. Hummus and veggie strips are great. A piece of fruit and some low-fat cheese. Um, I know a friend of mine loves uh, roasted soy nuts with dried raspberries. Mm. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, depending on what you like, you know, things that you don't have to refrigerate that you can carry around and, and eat on the run. A banana and some almonds is one of my favorites, too. Um, so just have some of that stuff on the ready um, so that you're not caught in a car and stuck in traffic and, and ready to start shooting on the steering wheel because you're <laughs> right. um, not a pretty scene. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to going out, especially this time of year when people want to go out and celebrate or work things, if you have the if you have the opportunity to to suggest a restaurant, then do a little bit of research. Find a you know a restaurant that has some healthy options that you like, and and try to suggest those when you go out, um, just so you have an option. So if you you know if you're if you're trying to be good, um, then you have the opportunity to do so. My other my other favorite tool is if then plan, and what that is is very simple. When you have a quiet moment. Think about those situations with food that come up that cause stress or cause you to kind of go off, you know, get away from your intention. Mm-hmm. Decide ahead of time how you're going to deal with that. And what I even do is, you know, I, writing them down helps me, but I, I also, if you have a smartphone where you can type notes into it, I even put those little plans or little notes about those plans in my phone so I have access to it all the time. So um, if I'm, you know, if it's a party, if parties are hard, then I, you know, I plan, okay, I'm going to eat something before I go. Uh-huh. And, you know, you just have a little strategy for yourself and have it, have those strategies written down in a place where you can access them easily. I like that. That's really, really good. Um, great tips for people to utilize during this time of the year, but not only just during this time of the year, during any time of the year, because, um, they're simple, it's easy, you don't have to be extra artistically creative to do it, yeah. um, and we can all do it. Now, last thing, we've just got a tiny yeah. bit of time. Tell okay. us. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've I, I got to bring That's you back. Okay. We, got, we can talk forever, but tell us how to slip up. You know, for a lot yeah. of people, this causes even more stress. So real quickly, Absolutely. just give some tips on how people can deal with sure. their slip up, It's you know, what, what they can do. Well, one of my mantras is tell as I tell myself and I tell my clients, be flexible and forgiving. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is not about perfection. It's about finding a balance and being consistent, making good choices 90% of the time. And I know other people talk about that too, but it's such a great strategy. You know, again, like we said, stress isn't going to go away, and you can't predict what's going to happen to you tomorrow or this afternoon or, right. or next week. Um, and even if you put a plan in, uh, together in your head or on paper, 
sometimes things are just going to happen and you're not going to follow through or you're, th- you're, you're not going to react the way you really would really like to. Right. The point is don't beat yourself up. And this has been a hard thing for me to learn because I'm a reformed or reforming perfectionist. Uh-huh. And, and uh, <laughs> it's very easy to get down on yourself and just say, oh, you know, just beat yourself up. But all that does is create more negative stress. Right. And so, again, remove yourself later from the situation when you have a quiet moment. Think about what happened, why you reacted the way you did. Um, if you want to react a different way, tweak your plan if you need to. But the thing is, just be flexible and forgiving. It is not about perfection. And I tell myself that every day. <laughs> oh, I love that. And that's just a wonderful way to close. You guys, it is not about perfection. Please be forgiving with yourself. This is life and everyone's journey in life is different and we're all going to have challenges there's not one person here on this on this planet earth that has a perfect life and has no challenges and everything is positive peachy that's fairy tale and you know i stopped believing in fairy tales when i was five years old so (laughs) so i like that you know, I, I didn't grasp the concept that, you know, life was going to be challenging, but, you know, at five years old, I thought that was pretty good. But, you know, it's 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 not perfection. It's how we make it and how we absorb it and how we take it. So be forgiving with yourself. Now, Anne, tell the listeners yeah. how they could get more of you if they want to get, you know, personally reach out and touch you and get in contact with you. How can they do that? Fantastic. Well, my website is yourinspiredchef.com. And if you, uh, a couple things I'd love to extend, uh, to your audience. Um, I pu- publish a monthly eat zine, uh, packed with great tips for the, ho- you know, for the season or for the month that we're talking about, recipes, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. If you'd like to get on the list, you can email me at chefann, that's C-H-E-F-A-N-N-E, at yourinspiredchef.com. You can also send a message, of course, through the website. And also, uh, I'm really excited because early next year, I'm coming out with my Eating Real makeover plan for people who are try with those, you know, with, with their plates that are just too full and they're needing to make room for more healthy food and for food that fits within their lifestyle and their schedule. This is the plan for you. It's it's designed especially for people who are super busy and who are looking for easy ways to get more of that healthy food on their plate. So if you're interested in the program, uh, I'd like to extend a discount to the listeners out there. If you email me by December 17th, um, I will keep your name on the uh, pre-release list and offer you a discount on that plan. So Chef Ann at yourinspiredchef.com. Wonderful. Thank you, Anne, so much. Thank for you. Bringing this fabulous information to our listeners. I'm sure that they've gotten a wealth of information that um, they can utilize immediately, um, especially during this time of the year, or rather any time of the year, because it's, it's all beneficial all throughout our, our, you know, our 365 days of our year. So it's Thank you so much, so very much. Well, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. I love, obviously, you and I, you're right, you and I could talk all day about this stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a big topic. And like I said, if, if you have any other questions, uh, just, you know, give me a shout, please, through the site. Thank you. So you guys go out there, reach out and touch Anne. If she was inspiring to you, you want to know more, you want to get her to work with you, please go and reach out and touch her at the information she gave to us. And then 
Um, as always, you can tune in next week to another hour of Blissful Living. Take that time to really create the blissful moment in li- living in your life. I am going to close and say goodbye, but before I do that, I'm going to say uh, have a fabulous week, and I look forward to having you with me next week. I'm Rochelle Lawson, the queen of fa- feeling fabulous, and you are listening to Blissful Living. As always, I'm wishing peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. In love and light, bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.